Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hi, I'm Brian Alberg, executive chef at Eat on North in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts, and you're listening to Heritage Radio Network. I'm Damon Bolte, host of The Speakeasy. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network, broadcasting live from Bushwick, Brooklyn. If you like this program, visit heritageradionetwork.org for thousands more. Hello, and welcome to Ask a Clean Person, the podcast on the Heritage Radio Network. I'm Jolie Kerr a cleaning expert, advice columnist, and author of the New York Times bestselling book, My Boyfriend Barfed in My Handbag, and Other Things You Can't Ask Martha. My column, Ask a Clean Person, appears on deadspin.com. And my guest today is Dave Lozo. Hi, Dave. Hi. I am very excited to have Dave here on the occasion of the NHL opener, or the NHL opener, as I've been calling it all day. My husband wished me a good show on his way out the door this morning and asked, what we were going to be talking about. I said, oh, it's a thematic episode. <laughs> we're going to be talking about hockey gear because it's the NHL opener. He said, are you going to say it like that? I said, yeah, I'm going to do the entire show in a Boston accent. And I'll do a British accent. Woo! Right. It's, it's a wonderful day for That's hockey. That's terrible. Don't do that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's spot on. It's spot on, Jolie. Fly me. <laughs> nah, that's okay, I'm not. I promise, I'm not going to do the Boston. I might say opener a few few times because I'm very excited. Open anyway, but yeah, it's happy hockey season, everybody. Um, Dave, who is here with me to talk about hockey gear and its attendant smells, has covered hockey for NHL.com and Bleacher Report for eight years, and he once tried to pick up Michelle Kwan in a Kansas City hotel bar after drinking for eleven hours. Mm-hmm. I can think of no better person to join me to talk all about hockey gear and, more importantly. The smell of hockey gear. That's a good resume. Yeah, yeah. I think it's yeah. great. Yeah. I love it. I'm very excited. Before we get into the meat of today's discussion, I'm going to take the opportunity to be totally indulgent and tell you a very, very sad story. Two years ago, I wrote a 3,000 word piece, 3,000 words, on cleaning hockey gear for Deadspin. Uh, this was, I thought, the realization of my life's work. I was finally writing for Deadspin, which I've been wanting to do for a long, long time. And hockey gear is notorious for its smell. And I was going to write the definitive guide to keeping it clean and smell-free. It would be the most popular story of the day, I thought. It would get aggregated across the entire internet. The NHL would hire me as a consultant. No one read the fucking thing. No one. No one. It's like 60 people read it. It was 60 views on the page view counter. You should have, you should have done a slideshow because uh, that gets way more clicks. If it was a slideshow on hunky men in hockey equipment I that smells, have. then that would have totally changed your career. Well, I'm going to hire you as a consultant. Yeah. So, and anyway, you know, I actually, I will tell you about the slideshow. The, the, I included uh, photos of staff infections in oh. the post um, because I thought it would like really grab the, the re- I thought it would resonate with the Deadspin audience, and they were so gruesome that my editor at the time, Tommy Craggs, uh, ha- was like, I'm taking these out and just linking to them. They, I can't put them in the post. My rule of thumb is, if it's too gross for me to look at, it's too gross for Deadspin. 
I mean, to be fair. So, which means, like, let's take that a step further. It means that I am, I personally am too gross for Deadspin. And I feel proud of that. I, I don't think proud. you should take that personally. I don't think that you're a staph infection. You know, I, don't, I don't think I don't think you should take any time you write something about hockey and no one reads it. You should never take that personally. I did feel a little bit like a staph infection. I was crushed. I was crushed. Actually, the story gets even more pathetic than me being upset about this. Like this, this happened. I should have known. I don't know why I thought there's nothing wrong with. I was being really proud excited. Three thousand words. I really and I spent. I will say a, an extraordinary amount of time, even for me researching this post. To, I really wanted this to be the ultimate guide um so i was so crushed that no one read it in this three thousand word monster post that i emailed the, the editors at longform.org <laughs> <laughs> i'm not even kidding about this and i asked them if they would consider like including the piece on their site and they were i mean they were very very nice but they wrote back and basically laughed at me and were like um that's that's not quite in our in our wheelhouse of what we do at longform.org. I was like, but it's 3,000 words. It's long. It's long, it's long form. It's well, form. How do you define long form? More than 2,000 words. It's long form. But here's, anyway. what, here's what I like is that you are now, after that rejection and sadness, are going right back into the I'm pool. I'm still here. We're doing it again. There are two people who listen to this today. Right. Hi, guys. But, um, but here I am. Hey. Hey, Katie. Right? So, <laughs> hi, hi, Bobby so da- Big Wheel's mom. So, yeah, hi, Bobby Big Wheel and Bobby Big Wheel's mom, our three listeners today. So, Dave and I, we should say um, we know each other through our mutual friend, Katie Baker, who is a hockey oh, writer. Yeah, she's listening. Hi, Katie yeah, Baker. Hi, Katie, uh, who is a hockey writer for uh, Grantland.com. She's got the fancy job. We're, yeah. just, we're just like the yeah. schlubs on. That's been a report. I was, I was just out back in the garbage, and they were like, "Do you want to come in here and do a podcast?" And I'm like, "Yeah, sure, I guess. Why not?" All right. So listen, we. Um, oh, I should say, uh, well, it's too late. Uh, we're, there's probably going to be a little bit of salty language today um, on the show. So if uh, if you haven't already been offended and tuned out, uh, but you plan to be offended, you might want to tune out now. Um, yeah, we're. Pro- I mean, it's hockey. I, you know, we're going to be a little meatheadish today, yeah. but we are going to talk about. We have a lot of of information to cover today. Um, <clears throat> so I am actually going to just right now ask Dave to read um, our our question from DJ. I was so glad that this came in. Um, it came in on October first, and I like fist pumped because I was like, yes, I've got the hockey episode coming up. And this hockey question just came in. Now, I have plenty of them in my, you know, in my stash of reader, thousands of reader questions over the years. Um, but that this, was the one hockey question? No, no, no. I have, I have plenty of hockey questions. Oh, oh, it was just oh, that oh. I just happened to get one. What, what's today? The 8th? The I, I, I have no <laughs> idea. That's someday in October right, right. now. Um, it's the 7th. It's, it's NHL opener. It's, it's the, the o- seventh. The opener. Toronto, Montreal. Uh, <laughs> so, and anyway, so I was, I was, I was wicked psyched. Uh, <laughs> there's my Boston coming out. I was wicked psyched to get this um, just last week. So, Dave, I'm going to have you uh, read the question from DJ, and we're going to get like okay. right into into what to do about. All right, let's do this. How can, we, how can we help DJ? I feel like DJ needs a lot of help. All right, it says, hello, my name's DJ. Hi, DJ. I'm DJ, too. My middle name is James, so we're like... It's a, oh, it's DJ did you to, send me the question? Um, I have no comment on that. Oh. <laughs> no, let's see. It says, I'm writing because I could use some help with keeping my hockey equipment from smelling. The problem is that I don't have proper space to air my stuff out all the time, or it's a bit of a hassle, or I don't have time. I should wash the gear, right? 
but I haven't figured that out yet. If you have any ideas, that would be kind of you. I'm thinking of getting some kind of air freshener to leave in my bag for one. Maybe some kind of disinfectant spray would be good. One thing I'm wondering about is using alcohol in something like a big garden sprayer and spraying my gear down after each game. I think that's a good idea if you're going to set it on fire. If you're just going to drop a match in after you spray it with alcohol. Do you think that would do anything? Thank you. Well, my advice is, is simple when it comes to the smell of hockey equipment is you can't ever let it smell. Once it smells... like even It's a goner. Like, I remember my hockey equipment smelling and I was like, I got to wash this. And I washed it. And it just basically became a new bad smell. Like, you know, like a wet, like a wet. It smelled like your grandfather's feet after he like spent the day at the beach. It was just this awful new like hockey. That is is an evocative. Right. right. Like a smelly between the toes. Like, grandpa, (laughs) get your feet out of my face. I'm trying to watch TV here. Kind of a smell. And I just think like that's what makes hockey smell so unique is if you like vomit on your jeans and you wash your jeans and then smell your jeans, your jeans smell fine. They smell like laundry detergent. If you wash your hockey equipment when it stinks, it just becomes this new stink and it just never goes away. So my advice is treat it like herpes where (laughs) don't ever get it because once you get it, you have to just manage it. It's like, it's never going to go away. It's going to be like, it's like two broke girls. Once two broke girls gets on TV, it will infect your TV forever. So you have to make sure to not basically hockey smell is like the two broke girls of slash of, herpes slash herpes. I mean, I'd rather have herpes and watch two broke girls. But the point <laughs> is, you can't ever let it become part of your life. You have to be diligent about airing it out the second you get it. You okay. can't just leave it in your bag and then say, oh, I'll get to it later. And then you get home and you're like, I don't want to do this because yeah. then, it, then it's over. So, yes, douse your equipment in alcohol and then set it on fire. That's, on fire. that's my yeah. advice. I'm sure you have better advice than I do. I mean, that's not it's not bad advice. And actually, I mean, you said the basically the most important thing, which is, I mean, one, deal with it. And two, air it out. Air it out. So we're actually going to start. Um, with what seems like it should be the end of the process, but actually it's the beginning of the process. If you do nothing, nothing else right. to your hockey gear, please <laughs> let it dry you after you've worn. You have to let it dry, and I don't mean stick it in the bag oh. and hope for the best. So stick. Here's here's what's going to happen. Let me take you through the process. You're going to go play hockey. You're going to sweat into your pads. Other stuff is going to happen on your pads, too. You're, right. you, you are going to molt onto your pads, your mm-hmm. skin. This is probably the, the flesh of others. Right. If you're play- in, in my estimation, if you're playing right. Oh, I should say also, I'm a horrible person who feels that the best part of hockey is the fighting. Well... I mean that doesn't make you a whole, I mean that makes you a human being. Right, I mean, normal. I, we, right? we all like watching people we, punch I each other. I feel like we live in a in a world now where we're all supposed to be um like really against the the fighting in hockey. I feel like that's the line. Well, you're that, from Boston, so you're <laughs> maybe that's the You problem. just want to see dudes punch each other in the face. Yeah. And I totally get it. Like these two people right here in the restaurant across from us, if they just started fighting, we would stop the show and watch until we it. We totally was over. would. Right. We totally would. That's just how we are. We're, maybe we'd do a play by play. Oh, we'd totally. do color commentary. Oh, oh, she's she's dropping oh, she's raining <laughs> blows upon her skull, folks. She's raining hold on, I'm gonna I'm gonna periscope it at the same time so you can watch. Like we totally would watch. That's fine. Yeah. So anyway, so I, I love the fighting. So anyway, uh I think if you know if you're playing right, you probably end up with like a whole bunch of other like human right. match on you right and there's uh, so many like people like they blow snot rockets on the ice oh yeah spit everywhere yeah, like last gross. year they were passing around the uh the what do you call what it? did they get mumps the mumps yeah. last year it's all yeah. because like hockey players are gross dudes that spit and blow boogers all over yeah, the place it's, it's terrible it's great be be 
be more messy. This is a great right? show so far. That's awesome. It's going to be the best show of the season. Uh, well, I've gotten real gross this year, too. It's been, mm. it's been awesome. So, okay. So here's the thing. So you're gonna, then you're going to get off the ice. You're going to take off your jersey and your pads and your socks and your pants and your jock and all that. You wear, you know, you wear a jock in hockey, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. You don't want that. Yeah. That's, that's damaging. That, right. Much that's... like the smell, you can't come back from that damage <laughs> yeah. either. Yeah. That's true, too. Um, and then all that stuff is going to be wet and soaked in your sweat that smells and covered in like skin and such. And all of that stuff is, is food and drink for bacteria. Mm. <clears throat> then bacteria loves two more things. It loves the dark and it loves heat. So then you're going to go ahead and you're going to put all your pads into this dark bag then most people are going to put the bag like in the trunk of their car and they're going to turn the car on and there's an, it's hockey season. So it's probably cold. You're going to turn the heat in your car on. That's going to get in the back of the trunk. Then you're going to drive home and you're going to bring the bag inside where it's or, warm. Or you'll just leave it in but the trunk then, all day. Then some wicked smatty. Oh yeah, is going to come by and say, "No, Julie, I I leave my bag in the garage in Minnesota. It's cold. Well, it's wicked smatty, <laughs> I'm going to one up you on that because the heat factor actually isn't totally necessary. It's just going to exacerbate the situation. So even if you've got those wet, stanky pads in the dark bag and you put it out in the cold, you're still going to have a bacteria party going on. Right. That's totally so, true. So, woo. Okay. The, the way to prevent that, the, the simplest, simplest way to prevent all of that is to dry the pads out. So, yes, okay, you take them off and you put them in your dark bag and then you drive home because you've got to do that to drive home. Okay. When you get home, dry them. I'm going to talk to you about how to dry them. We're starting with the drying part first, which doesn't make a whole lot of sense in some ways, but except for I just explained to you why it makes sense. Right. So here's what I want you to think about in terms of your options for drying. And these aren't the only ones. Um, a lot of times what I hear, especially because I'm here in New York City, and I have friends here in New York who play hockey, you know, sort of like adult rec hockey, and blah, blah, blah. And we in New York have space issues. So I understand that some of these are going to be harder to negotiate if you um, don't have access to a lot of space. Um, hopefully there'll be enough options that you can find one that works for you in your space. So here, here are the dryer and rack ideas that I've got for you. Um, the first is you can get a sports dryer that's designed for pads, like hockey pads, lacrosse pads, football pads, et cetera, et cetera. R- roller derby is one I hear about. The roller derby pads are small, um, so you shouldn't probably need a big, fancy, fancy dryer. Um, but you might want one. So there's one brand that I'm going to tell you. It's called Rocket Sport. Uh, they offer a dryer called the Rocket Sport Dryer. That's about $150, but you can't... I did see it online... Wow. Um, I did see it online for like 130. Um, that's going to dry your equipment in 45 to 60 minutes. How big is it? Is it like a real size dryer? It's pretty big. Well, it's like, it's weird. It's on like a tripod on tripod legs. And then it almost looks like, um, like a boxing bag. It's a, it's, I don't know, I know quite how I've never seen one in, in IRL, but I, it's, yeah, it's a weird looking thing. So I don't know quite how it works, but. But it's, I don't think it takes up too much space. Okay. Um, and I feel like 130 bucks is not bad. 
I mean, right? I mean, I saw considering how much you pay for your hockey equipment itself, and how bad the smell is. I mean, and if you're in a tiny little apartment, you don't want that smell emanating through a studio apartment in Brooklyn. That's for sure. Exactly. Um, So moving moving down a little bit in the in the price point, um, you can get equipment drying racks. Uh, They're not heated, so they're not gonna they're they're not gonna speed up that process so much. It's you're just gonna be air drying, but at least they're all gonna be kind of up. And hung in a way that they get or get maximum air drying. Um, so one brand to look for, and there are a lot of these, but there's one brand called Wet Gear Hockey Equipment Dryer Rack that will run you about seventy dollars. Um, you can also, if you are you know moderately handy and, and inclined to do so, you can certainly DIY a drying rack with like PVC. I know a lot of people do those. That that's probably going to be like a you know, sub $50 project. Um, and maybe just, you know, a couple hours, not, not bad. So if you're handy, that, that might be a good option for you and kind of fun to be like, I made my own drying rack. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Pr- take pride in your work. Put it on Pinterest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, and then the last thing to mention, um, and these are great used in conjunction with racks. Um, but even if you just have like, you know, if you have sort of space in in maybe like a garage or a backyard throw a tarp down and just spread the equipment out on the tarp to dry out that's a totally fine thing so this is another um another way to speed along the drying is to have a dehumidifier and or a fan um pointed at the equipment that will really speed things up and it does it i mean the dehumidifier in particular because it's really going to pull a lot of the moisture out of those pad so that's good um one of my readers one of the the three people who read that three thousand word post um i will say there were very helpful comments i mean to the extent that the people who read the post were obviously there for a reason right and um generally a very positive response to the three thousand words um and very helpful additions or sort of like this is what i do that works for me and blah blah blah. so one one guy had um Excuse me. He made a homemade drying rack that he put into a closet. He had sort of a spare closet that he could devote to this. And so he built a drying rack that would fit into the closet. And he bought um, an ozone generator, and which What's I thought was so generator? clever. So an ozone generator is basically like an it will, will absorb odors. Um, and he put it, he had a shelf in the closet, put the ozone generator on the shelf and then the drying rack below he would hang the equipment, like shut the door, and that was his way of containing it. And he said it worked really, really, really well. So I thought that was that was super huh. smart. Um, and then that guy's um, a genius. Like, why isn't that guy like putting his skills towards like curing diseases? Like, that's a pretty smart way to go. It was about. pretty yeah. smart. It was pretty smart. Definitely, um, I was impressed. I will say, I will, I will include the link to that original post. Um, in the write-up that I do of the show for Deadspin. And people and are going to read people, it. Yeah, me, and this time people this are going to read it. <laughs> um, but you should definitely, if like if any kind of equipment, maybe not hockey, maybe lacrosse, maybe roller derby, whatever it is, is a problem for you, definitely check out these comments because there were, there were a lot of really helpful tips and ideas in there. And people were nice, too, and it's always nice to read um, people being fi- funny and kind on the Internet because it happens so rarely (laughs) Um, on that note we are going to take a quick break right now and when dave and i come back we are going to talk more about cleaning hockey equipment how to wash some sprays you can use 
cleaning helmets and skates. We will be back in just a second. I'm Jolie Care, and this is Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Hi, I'm Brian Alberg, and I'm the executive chef at Eat on North in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts. Eat on North in the Berkshires of Western Massachusetts is a casual restaurant where good, honest, uncomplicated food is served to our guests. Our restaurant is part of the hotel called Hotel on North, the newly opened boutique hotel in downtown Pittsfield. We source local ingredients from our neighboring farms and offer an all-day dining menu of flavorful American cuisine for breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and on weekends we serve brunch. Our oyster bar serves up delicious shellfish and oyster samplers until 11 p.m. Check out our menu at eatonnorth.com and follow us on Instagram. Here's what Heritage Radio Network would sound like without donations. not as good as the show you were just listening to is it give us a few bucks help keep us running heritageradionetwork.org click the donate tab on the top right corner hello and welcome back to ask a clean person the podcast i'm jolie care my guest today is dave lozo and we have been talking about hockey gear and its attendant smells Mm, um this has been i know Mm. do you want it can you can you think of other words to describe the hockey offensive smell it, it, fetid like the thing is is that like any bad smell in the world i can be like oh that reminds me like like let's say you go into someone's bathroom if they've just annihilated it they've just completely <laughs> they've completely just crushed the bathroom and you walk in 10 minutes later and you're like that's awful like i've smelled that smell in the summer in new york in like every subway station you know yes. what i mean like i'm like oh that reminds me of the time my friend destroyed my bathroom like hockey equipment does not smell like anything else it's this unique thing in it's the world a very specific smell that we can't get rid of it, it is it, it's just it's the most offensive overwhelming odor it's so bad that you can't do anything about it's the worst it's so bad ugh alright so speaking of bathrooms actually <laughs> yes what a segue us, yeah it's a great it's a great segment because I, I want to talk about um, sprays right Right. So, uh, reader, reader DJ asked about the um, the rubbing alcohol spray, and you you poo pooed that. So no pun intended. Ah, uh-huh. 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 yes. Jolie. Um, but I actually am a little bit more pro that approach than you are. I do think that for like it sounds like for the level that his pat his gear has gotten to, like he needs to go right. If he's he involving a hose, straight, it's yeah, over. He needs to go straight to like some some deeper. Measures, which we're also going to talk about those. Um, But I do want to talk on uh, about a bit about the sprays. Um, The first thing I actually want to say is is what don't not to do. I always like to start with what not to do, right? Because I feel like I feel like first of all, a lot of cleaning advice doesn't focus so much on what not to do, and that's actually probably the more important part of the advice. Because what not to do is usually the first thing that pops into your head when you right, and the thing that is going to make it impossible to fix. Like you can fix most things. But then when you've done something really, really wrong to fix something... Hockey equipment is your a, biggest challenge, I think. you become a goner. When it comes to fixing stuff, I think... Truthfully, I do think... Like, Lys- I remember Lysoling my pads helped a little bit, but... Yeah. Eh, it's just... It's not... Okay, so we're going to actually run through a couple of um, the options that you have and, and 
so the pros and cons. The first, the first one I'm going to start with is what absolutely never to use or no pros to this. Do not ever use Febreze. Yeah. Um, so a thing that I heard over and over and over again in the comments um, was like my mom Febreze. Which first of all, my mom Febreze my hockey gears. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. It's just so great to me. Um,. I, but I imagine these poor moms just being at a total loss. Like, you know, it's, it's oh, yeah. bad enough that they've got a, a teenager, a teenage male in the house and all that smell. I mean, ugh. Right. Boy odor. That stale boy odor. Um, <laughs> so First of all, men and women so play hockey and we all smell. Gnarly. I, for the yes, thank you for saying. For yes, guys, you're right. I was, I was being gender essentialist and that was wrong <laughs> of me. And I apologize. Men and women definitely play hockey, and the smell is bad. And we all smell. Yeah, we all the smell. smell is the smell is really bad. That's what unites yeah. us. Um, so don't, but don't use Febreze. And here's why: because Febreze is really not going to kill the odor; it's going to mask it. And then right. what you're going to end up with is hockey smell with Febreze smell on top, and it's going to be so gross. So don't do that. Um, I the rubbing alcohol thing. I actually do recommend, and I recommend it for. Uh, two reasons. The first is that it has antibacterial properties. Um, we actually uh, last last week I was a guest on another heritage show called Tech Bites. We were talking about dirty phones, and uh, and after the show, our our engineer Jack, say hi, Jack. Well, I'm Jack. slow. Hi. That's okay. Sorry, I caught you <laughs> off guard out there. Yeah, you did. Jack, Jack went and ordered some sterile alcohol prep pads uh, for the studio so we can all clean our like. Um, headphones and our telephones and all that stuff. So rubbing alcohol is a great antibacterial and so actually it is um, not a bad idea to use it. I would put I would put some in a spray bottle. Uh, I think the hose might be a bit much. Uh, I put some in a spray bottle, um, maybe dilute with water and just spritz the pads. Um, it's going to kill a lot of odors. It's going to kill a lot of bacteria. The one thing to not use rubbing alcohol on or to be aware of is that it can be very drying for leather. Although one of my readers pointed out to me quite correctly that most hockey equipment now is made out of synthetic leather. leather. It's not using um, real leather anymore. And, and the, the alcohol is, is perfectly fine for that synthetic. So that's a good option. Speaking of alcohol, another good option, and it's like appropriate for hockey, is vodka. Really? Vodka. Yeah. So vodka is like an odor eliminator. <laughs> so you're like telling me when I was 14 and my parents were like, your stuff stinks. I could have just been like, go buy me a bottle of Smirnoff. And yes. would've, I would have been like, wait, hold on. This is actually Don't even thing. spend the money on Smirnoff, though. <laughs> buy, the, buy Georgie. Buy the cheapest shit you can find because you're just spraying your pads with it yeah so so vodka um vodka will work white vinegar also my like go-to um cleaning product is antibacterial same thing as a rubbing alcohol pour in a water bottle you can dilute it spritz it will kill odors uh a few other things to consider rocket sport which is that dryer that i mentioned they also make a sport spray Hmm. Um, there's another sports spray called Deodor All. 
equipment spray and there's another one called elite hockey pro fresh um i love the names of these i know they're really great right so the um the deodorol and the elite hockey pro fresh um were also mentioned by readers so i want to i want to uh point point those out uh lysol Here's the problem I have with Lysol. It's a great product and it really works and it's antibacterial and all that stuff. What I don't love is the idea of then you putting on your equipment and having the Lysol be in direct contact with your skin. So if you don't care about that, fine. Go ahead and use the Lysol. It's good. But if but it, it could cause irritation. I don't know. I, it's... Huh. Uh, That's what I used once dicey. my equipment got ranked in so, school. Like I, from the ages of like fourteen to like twenty two, I didn't do it every day. But it, okay. when it got bad, I would just kind of. So like you're made like entirely of Lysol by now. So it, yeah. well, the one place that it is very good, and you don't have to worry about anything, is inside the bag. So the bag itself will get gross. So Lysol is actually the probably the best option for inside the bag. The one place to absolutely, absolutely, absolutely never use Lysol is in your helmet. We're going to talk about cleaning a helmet. Um, but don't do that because here's what's going to happen. You're going to sweat. The sweat is going to roll down and get in your eyes and you have Lysol in your eyes. So don't do that. Whew. <laughs> I'm, I'm worried about the Lysol now. Got, I think I have like three years to live based on the amount of cans of Lysol I've sprayed into my goalie equipment in my life. Well, I'm glad I booked you when I did then. Yeah, it's over. Got you on oh here. Oh, my God. Um, actually, let's, let's fast forward and talk quickly about cleaning skates and helmets because we just talked about that. So don't don't use the uh, the Lysol on the old helmet. Actually, cleaning helmets really easy. Use shampoo. Hmm. Yeah. Mild soap is fine too. Like yeah, a, like I used a to Dr. Use so- I would or- use like soap on, on the yeah, side soap, of my Yeah, soap, any kind of yeah. soap. You just need a little bit of it. Here's here's the trick to it though. Um, you want to get a small bowl and put some warm water in there and put your soap in there and kind of swir- swirl it around so that you make suds. Grab a sponge or a rag. Um, Get it in the sudsy water. Squeeze it out a lot so that the suds form on it, but it's not dripping wet. It should be damp but very sudsy, if that makes sense to you. you when you're doing it, you'll see it. You'll be like, oh, yeah, okay, there it is. It's damp but very sudsy. Sudsy's a very good um, Boston name, too, while you're so, yes. <laughs> Sudsy and Sully. Sudsy and Sully. Um, we could be like freaking frack. This could be our little, <laughs> our little nicknames for ourselves. Um, so, And then what you're going to do is you're just going to you know, scrub, scrub the inside of the helmet with the suds, um, and you're going to wring out the sponge or the rag and do the same thing with clean water a few times to get the soap out. Again, you want to get the soap out so that you don't have that sweating problem and you get soap in your eyes. That's no fun. Um, grab a towel, towel off, dry towel, towel off the interior of the helmet. Uh, let it just air dry. Um, if it's, if you live in a humid climate or it's a damp day or the damn thing just is not drying uh you can ball up a towel like a hand towel would probably be about right um ball up a hand towel and just stick it in the helmet and that's going to absorb the uh the excess moisture so that's how you clean a helmet uh skates uh skates you can if they're very damp when you're done playing stuff them with newspaper dry newspaper huh. that is going to absorb moisture and odor i don't know how that works but i know that it does we finally found the use for newspapers yeah i know you can't this let newspapers fantastic. die um, you can also certainly use uh, an odor eliminating spray made for shoot like athletic shoes that uh, Dr. Scholl's makes a good one called like odor X. Uh, any one of those sneaker balls are also a great option for, uh, your skates top, just pop them inside. Um, last thing to think about from time to time, and it's not a bad idea to remove the liners from the inside of the skates and, uh, just hand wash them. You can hand wash them with literally with dish soap in your sink. I mean, it's that easy. Um, 
if you can't even bring yourself to hand wash the liners, at least just take them out to let them air dry. So that's really going to help with smell. So that's your that's your skate and helmet. Not too bad, no. right? I always put talcum powder in my skates, which seems yeah. to help. Yeah. That'll help, yeah. definitely. It's yeah. the same, same idea as using the, the uh, odor spray. Oh, okay. Yeah. This is all so. helpful. I wish I had this 20 years ago. Well, this is- yeah. See? Listen, I, this is going to be the little post that lived, right? It's going to be the little post that right. could. It's going right. to chug along. I, <laughs> like 20 years from now, people are going to so Google like, stuff I go and ba- find I'll this. go back to old Ask a Clean Persons from like the first year I was doing it um, for Deadspin. And all of those posts are at, you know, like a, a quarter million page views now because right they're all they're ev- mostly evergreen and they build on themselves this poor little hockey post is is still just chugging away at sixty thousand page views. we're, we're gonna get it to a quarter million thanks we are to we are we're gonna do it we're gonna do it um all right so we got through dryers and racks we got through sprays we got through your helmets and your skates and this is going to bring us to the big mama actually washing properly washing this is what i want to know about because i don't think i ever properly washed i don't think you did and i actually think i i i hear you on the once the hockey pad smell starts like it's it's you're in you're in bad shape things are bad but you're gonna fix but i think that we i think part of the thing is that i you may not have been washing right you may not have been using the right products because there are some odor eliminating products that you can use in laundry that will work on the pad. So let's talk about the three ways in which you can wash your pads. You can wash your pads by hand. You can wash your pads in the washing machine. You can also wash your pads in the dishwasher. You have to take the top rack out. Uh, I would not recommend doing this with any of the, um, the heavy duty plastic parts because the, Bottom rack is the hotter part of the dishwasher, and the plastic could melt. Although I think it's, I think it's probably heavy duty enough plastic that it's not going to melt. But like you're talking like gloves. I just want to give that warning. Yeah, I just yeah, want to give that yeah. warning to to be aware of the heat level yeah, thing. Don't, so don't, anyway, don't melt and destroy your dishwasher. Right, exactly. So um, dishwasher, no soap. The steam of the dishwasher is what's going to do the cleaning. Um, yeah. So you know. Um, okay. So those are the three ways. Let's go through the specifics of um, hand washing and the specifics of machine washing. Let's actually start with the machine because those are, those are simpler instructions. And, you know, I, ideal because it's so much less hands-off. But not everybody has access to their own washing machine. And some people have the washing machines that are the top loaders with the center agitators. In the case of those, you might have to do two loads because what you're going to want to do is use some towels in there to protect the pads from that the fins on the center agitator, which can cause damage. So if you have one of those machines, you can do two loads of pads, or you might just want to say, you know what, to heck with this, I'm going to hand wash it. It's not that hard. And it really it was not that hard. We're probably talking a half hour of active no like 15 minutes of active time and an hour of soaking time so it's not it's not a huge process to hand wash anyway machine wash use a gentle cycle the gentle cycle um what that means is that the drum is going to be moving slower so it's going to agitate the pads less and and make them less prone to 
to having damage from the wash cycle. So use a del- delicate cycle, hot water, hot, hot, hot water. Generally speaking, in laundry, you don't need the hot and the warm water these days, except when you're talking about heavily soiled items and a few other instances. Uh, hockey pads definitely fall in the category of heavily heavily soiled yes yes the Very most soiled so, uh, much, so much soiled. <laughs> super soiled um so you want to use hot water for those use a, a you know mild detergent and use a laundry booster uh when i talk to you about hand washing i'm going to go through the options i have for you laundry boosters the booster is what's going to do the odor eliminating um before you put the gear into the washing machine make sure that you securely fasten any velcro buttons or laces uh so they don't get gummed up in the wash if it's possible if you have the kind of machine that can do this um so a not he machine basically stop the cycle and allow the pads to soak for oh you know 10 to 30 minutes um after the drum has filled up with water and detergent it's just going to give the pads a little extra time to have all of that good detergent and laundry booster stuff kind of work their way in so that those are your machine washing instructions uh, do not obviously put the pads in the dryer, air dry them on your rack or your dryer or whatever setup works for you. Now the big mama, hand washing. Hand washing can take place in basically any space that's big enough for the pads and for water. Uh, generally, this would be the bathtub. Yeah. In some cases, some of you might have utility sinks that are big enough. Um, yeah, uh, just a, a, a little bit of whimsy. You could certainly use a kiddie pool. For this i love whimsy who doesn't yeah love, who doesn't love whimsy who doesn't love whimsy yeah uh the the pros of hand washing are there's just going to be a gentler experience for the pads the other thing is that you really um the soaking is crucial to this process so hand washing allows you to like just soak for hours and hours and hours of course on the other hand it is more time and energy consuming to do so uh so you are going to fill up your vessel with hot water about a fourth of a cup of detergent and a half a cup of a laundry booster. Um, so I've talked a lot uh, to my Deadspin readers about laundry boosters. These are things that you add to the laundry in addition to detergent to eliminate stains or odors or brighten whites or keep darks dark. There are all kinds of different boosters. But the ones that you want to be on the lookout for when it comes to cleaning sport, sporting equipment pads that are really stanky. Mm-hmm. Um, borax is a great one. Uh, OxyClean or any uh, other brand of oxygenated bleach, uh, another very good one. Color Safe Bleach is also another very good one. So there are there are other ones out there. White vinegar, always love the white vinegar. Um, but those are some good ones. Do use about a half a cup of your booster. Um, you're gonna put all that stuff in the water. You're gonna put the pads in. You're gonna kind of swirl them around in the water so that the detergent and the booster and the hot water really get into the pads. Uh, then you're gonna walk away. 30 to 60 minutes, more if you can stand it, the longer the better. Um, After that time, go and drain the water. Take a photo of the water and tweet it to me, please. (laughs) My Twitter handle is at JolieCare, J-O-L-I-E-K-E-R-R. At Jolie Care. You're going to get all these pictures of like drowning drowning their equipment in a tub. I love the color of the dirty water after soaking something that's been very soiled. It's like, I describe it as the color of a, the sky before a tornado hits. Hmm. It's this horrible yellow green color. And I love it. I totally get off on it, but I get off on gross things. That's 
that's pretty. I, I talked about taking a dump earlier, but that's that's about as gross as we've talked about so far. I'm pretty gross. How much do you love green and yellow stank filled water? I love that's it. Okay. So go well here. This is the other thing. There are going to be there are going to be guys who listen to this and and they're going to be so excited about tweeting me the gross out oh, picture. Yeah. Oh. I'm tricking them into washing their hockey pads. You see what I've done here? I'm yeah, a genius. But you're a woman on Twitter asking guys gonna, to tweet you pictures. That's never. Gonna oh, I always well. I always say no dick pics, no dick pics. <laughs> I've, I've I've been looking. Listen, there my my readers are so freaking nice to me. It's crazy. I say this all the time on this podcast, but like the other guys at Deadspin like comment frequently about how they'll go in and read the comments on my post and wonder like what I've done to the deadspin readers, like what fairy dust I've sprinkled on them. And I'm like, no fairy dust. I'd have to vacuum that up. Uh, anyway. Yeah. No, my readers are great to me. They're like, so all right. Freaking nice. I know it's crazy. It's totally crazy. Okay. So back to these, Okay, so you're going to drain the wash water. You're going to remember to take a picture before you drain it. You're going to send me the picture of the wash water. You're going to drain the wash water. And then individually, you're going to take each piece of your gear and you're going to rinse it very, very, very well under the tap. Uh, this is why I think the bathtub is really the best place yeah. for this. But the utility sink, if you're using a kiddie pool, you could just use a ho- You've probably filled it with a hose. You can use a hose. But so you're just going to rinse it really, really well. Um, then take each piece. You may need more than one towel for this because they're, they're big. The pads are big. Um, and roll them up in a, t- in a dry towel. That's going to extrude a lot of the water. Then you want to air dry or use your rocket sport dryer or put your pads on your rack that you've created for yourself, etc., etc., etc. So that's hand washing. This is not hard but i mean you, you're really underestimating i'm asking how a lot no i'm not no i'm not i'm realistic are. i'm realistic uh, i'm not i've been writing about cleaning for deadspin for almost three years i don't underestimate anything but like when the thing too is, is like i just when, have a positive you, attitude and i and i hope that that <laughs> translates. it's really it's really sickening how positive you are it's, <laughs> it's really so it's really off-putting <laughs> but no, like when you get back from playing hockey you've played hockey for two hours and you're exhausted and like just a simple act of opening but you your trunk need, is, here's the oh. thing you don't need to wash the pads right after you've played the game you just need to dry the pads out after you've played the game you can wash the pads at another time i'm just saying we're 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 i know we're so lazy like the idea like the one earlier you talked about laying it out on the tarp which by the way your neighbors must think like you're it's like a crime scene when they look out in your backyard and there's just like hockey equipment strewn on the tarp oh no i'm just drying it it's okay and also like buying a kiddie pool too like if you're like a 21 year old man like what are you buying this kiddie pool for you have kids No, no no all right okay listen thanks for coming to target Thank you for the lead-in to this last piece of information. I'm all about the segue. Yeah. Thank you. If you're too lazy to do any of this, it's fine. I get it. I totally understand. I still want you to clean the gear. And here's how you're going to do it. You're going to outsource it. Yes. So there are professional hockey gear cleaning services. And by professional, I don't mean only for the NHL. I mean, these are professionals who clean hockey gear. And they will clean hockey gear for youth teams all the way up to, you know, the Bruins. Bruins. Um, And what you should do, because we live in a vast world, uh, I'm not going to recommend any services to you because they tend to be very localized, as you might imagine. So what you should do is you should Google hockey gear cleaning services your city or town or county or wherever. Um, and see what comes up. If you play on a team, which 
I, if you if you play on a team, well, I mean, all you, those solo hockey players. It might just be like some guy skating around there. by himself in a rink at night. You don't know. Uh, if you play on a team, and I assume you do, you can certainly and you should ask about um, group discounts. You can get all of your, uh, um, what do they call Team, teammates. Why did I just lose that word? I don't know where you're going. For <laughs> I know that. teammates. I, I sometimes I lose words. <laughs> um, you and your teammates can get together and go in and have all of your equipment uh, sent out and professionally cleaned and returned to you clean. So there you go. I am optimistic, but I'm also realistic, and I know that not all of you are going to hand wash your gear. I'm giving you <laughs> options. I just want you to get it clean the one thing you're also fighting besides laziness is how as guys we're gross and we wear the smell like a badge of honor like smell this smell how bad this is and it's like wow mine's worse smell this and we just i'm not i'm not hiding it i acknowledge that yeah. in the three thousand word post i wrote for desmond.com <laughs> on cleaning your hockey gear yes i did yes i did how, i didn't mention it today because we had so we're out, of time. Dave, we're out of time we're out of time can you even believe it wow i this didn't realize cra- i know how how did we have so much to say about I knew we were going to have this much to say. Wow. I didn't realize um, it was going to go by this quickly. Yeah. It's, it, every week it does. It's crazy. Uh, so with that, a huge thank you to my guest today, Dave Lozo. Hey, happy and to be here. It was to, fun. It was great. You were wonderful. Uh, and to my engineers, Jack Inslee and Liz Smith. And to our sponsor today, Eat on North. Today's music was provided by Rectech. If you like what you heard today, all six of you who are listening. Hi, Mrs. Big Wheel. Hi, Mrs. Big Wheel. Thanks, Katie. We love you. <laughs> um, uh, please consider subscribing on iTunes, leaving a rating, and telling all of your pals about this weird little cleaning show that you love so much. And, of course, thanks to you, my listeners. I'm Jolie Care, and this has been Ask a Clean Person, the podcast. Next up, a short clip of full-service radio. Which video game universe seems like it would be the most delicious? Kirby. Okay. I didn't even have to think about that one. <laughs> Everything's named after food. I just... that That's it. That's the answer. <laughs> Alright, fine. Fair enough. <laughs> Electronic musician Maxo talks about video games and jazz after a 45-minute set on full-service radio. Obviously, tons of jazz influence Very in the stuff so. you're doing and playing. Um, what's your earliest memory of falling in love with a particular album or artist? Well, I was just talking to somebody about this the other day. I think one of the earliest experiences I had that really changed me was um, listening to Herbie Hancock's Headhunters, and that was pretty like life-changing. Which is like not so far removed from what you're doing, which is crazy. Not at all. It's <laughs> right. Um, I feel like... <laughs> All my music has just been in an effort to possibly emulate the feelings I got listening to that record for the first time. Hear the whole set and more on episode 103 of Full Service Radio, hosted by me, Jack Inslee. All episodes available on heritageradionetwork.org and iTunes. programs on our website or as podcasts in the iTunes store by searching Heritage Radio Network. 
You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at Heritage underscore radio. You can email us questions anytime at info at heritageradionetwork.org. Heritage Radio Network is a 501c3 non-profit. To donate and become a member, visit our website today. Thanks for listening. Bing, bing, bing. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.